Welcome to FranPath Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie. And together, we are FranPath Consulting. We have 20 years of franchise experience. We have a wealth of knowledge, and we can't wait to share with you. Today, we really want to spend some time interviewing each other. Because while we may know a lot about each other, we know that you are dying to find out about our experience in the franchise space. And we're ready to share some of our experiences over the better part of the last two decades with you. So what I would love to do is, Britt, if you don't mind, I would love to open it up by just sharing, by having you share a little bit with us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. So my start in franchising really started from when I was a baby. My mom was a franchisor um, from the time that I was about one years old. And I just remember when I was growing up, her living on an airplane and being this cool boss woman that would go and open up new businesses. And so when you're a kid, you don't really know what that means, but you just see your mom successful helping other people. And so my personal start in franchising started when I was in college. I had the opportunity to work for a franchisee in the restaurant space and really got to see firsthand what it took to open a local business. So I was with him from the initial launch, helping with recruiting team members and training them and supporting them. And I really realized at that point what franchising entailed of building a team, building a brand. And at that point, I really fell in love with franchising. I would love to hear just a little bit more about growing up. I think, you know, it's easy when you grow up in that environment to, to kind of glean past it. But your mom being a franchisor, so owning her own franchise and being a co-owner of that. Can you talk a little bit about what that was like as the daughter of a woman in franchising? Because that is very rare. It is. You know, when I started working in franchising, I was one of maybe 10 women in the room. So I can't even imagine what it was like for her at that time. Um, but it was really cool uh, just to be able to see my mom, you know, be on airplanes, be in big meetings. You know, when you're a kid, that's what you think, right? The fun of getting to travel. But it was really inspiring. And I'll never forget one time I was in a grocery store and someone saw my mom and they were like, she changed my life, like stopped us in a grocery store, a unit franchisee. And wow. I think that has a real impact when you're a kid, you know? Absolutely. That That's so cool. And I'm so sorry to talk over you there. I just, I think when you, when you experience it live, it feels different, but it's so impressive to people as, as you tell that story, just what your mom has built inside of her company and then watching that and, and being able to emulate it now on your own. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And again, I mean, that's just what pulled me back into the franchise business because I saw how it could impact people and their lives and really be able to, you know, inspire life change, we say, right? So um, I fell in love with franchising. I had the opportunity to, you know, build that location of a restaurant for a franchisee. And from there, I loved being able to work on the franchisor side as well with helping to train for new store openings. So that's really where I, I got my love for franchising. So starting in the restaurant industry, is it, it's pretty different, I think, from the things that we're doing now. When you were 
starting there, what were some of the challenges that you saw franchisees and the franchisor work through? Yeah. So, you know, for my franchisee, he had a couple of challenges. You know, first and foremost, he was the epitome of a semi-absentee franchisee. He actually lived in a different state than he operated in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah that, is, that is very passive income generation there. Absolutely. Um, so he was operating, you know, about six hours away from where he resided. So I saw the challenges that he faced and and how critical it was to have a strong management team in place. And then, you know, the other element was this was a pretty emerging brand. And so anytime you enter into a space, especially a saturated space like a restaurant, you know, there's a lot of hurdles to overcome, you know, marketing and building your customer base and building your talent inside of your restaurant too. Very true. And I think those are things kind of as you enter into the business realm of franchising that you really have to think through when you're choosing a business. And I think we're definitely going to get to how we help people choose the correct businesses towards the end of the podcast. But this stuff is just wonderful information for, you know, for people looking into what's going to fit them because the restaurant industry just isn't for everybody. Yeah. I mean, Sam, as we talk today, it's evident like the different segments that we've had the opportunity to work in. And that's what I love about what we're doing today is we can work with folks to really help them figure out what is the right match you know, what segment is going to be the right fit for them? Because the restaurant game is hard and it's got his, you know, challenges, but the positive aspects too. And it's certainly not for everybody. Certainly. And there isn't a business segment that is for everybody. And I think that's where franchising really does shine. And I think some of the things that we've both had the pleasure and sometimes displeasure of experiencing (laughs) throughout our years in franchising do reflect that. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to hear a little bit more just about the progression. And I know that whatever brought you here today. Sure. Yeah. So after I had the opportunity to work in the restaurant space, I was ready to move on to another phase of my career. I loved management. I loved training. I loved recruiting, but I really had a passion for sales. So I took a stab at sales, outside sales, and then I realized that I love sales, but I miss franchising. That's where my heart is. I love entrepreneurship. And so I moved into the development space and I had an opportunity to actually go back and work for my mom's company and sell master franchise opportunities for her organization, which was a pretty incredible opportunity. So when you say go back and sell master franchise organizations, what exactly does that mean to somebody outside of the industry, somebody who hasn't spent their time in franchising like you and I have? Yeah. Great question. So, you know, at the end of the day, when people are looking to make a life change and they're looking for opportunities, they're trying to figure out what's next. Is it going to be moving into a different industry, taking on a new position with a company, or is it going to be more about, am I ready to be my own boss? So the company that I went to work for would, um, would work with people to figure out is business ownership right for them, specifically in this space that we're awarding franchises in. So I would take folks through our mutual valuation process and educate them on our opportunity, learn more about them, help see if there's a right mutual fit there. So that's really where I got my start on the development side. Again, just having 
conversations with folks to help them see if the opportunity that we had was the right investment for them to become an entrepreneur. And you said two things that I think are so key to the process that we've developed here, which are mutual evaluation process. You know, that really stands out to me always as something that I think candidates need to keep in mind as they're exploring franchising is that franchisors want wonderful franchisees, but they are evaluating every step of the way if this person is truly a correct fit. And the other thing that you said that stood out was awarding. You don't buy a franchise. You don't buy a job. You are awarded a franchise. And I I think that as we walk people through the process of choosing the correct business for them and helping them really get the opportunity to change their lives, that's something that's so important to remember is that it's an award at the end of the day for the franchisee, but also for the franchisor. Yeah. And You know, once I had the opportunity to work with one franchisor, then I really realized that I wanted the opportunity to work with more because that business model was not a right fit for everyone. So from there, I moved into working with a franchise sales organization, and that's where we had the pleasure of meeting Sam. And with with my time with that brand, I had the opportunity to work with more people across multiple segments helping to see if the opportunities in our portfolio were going to be, again, that right mutual fit for them. And I think that's a great bridge into what brought us into the consulting side of the franchise business, because Brittany and I have worked together for the last three years and really had opportunities to award amazing amounts of franchises and change lives of families across the United States. But what we really saw that we were lacking was the ability to work outside of the small amount of franchises that we had. So at at any time, we were only representing one business. So if we had this wonderful, amazing candidate, sometimes we would say, listen, I know about this other business, but it wasn't our position to tell them that. And it really got to the point where we realized that we had a lot of data, we had a lot of experience, and we wanted to drive that business to the franchisors that truly were missing out on these candidates, maybe because they were working with themselves, they were working with people that maybe hadn't had had not identified those business opportunities. And so I think that really drove both of us to wanting to help individuals and say, listen, I know that you haven't thought of a handyman concept or a mosquito (laughs) business because you're so busy looking at food and fitness. But let me tell you everything you're telling me so that that's where you need to be. It's true. You know, there are over 3,000 franchise brands out there. And I like to play the game with my husband, you know, driving down the road. That's a franchise. That's a franchise. That's a franchise. I just think oftentimes people think just those core categories, fitness, food, fitness, food. And there's so many different opportunities out there in over 30 segments And so I agree with you, Sam, we got into this to be able to help more people find that right mutual fit. And I think that that's, you know, I think with our experience, that's really the key is finding the right mutual fit, because that's where great success and not just financial success. I I would assume that anybody that's listening to us speak would be looking for great financial success. You don't enter franchising as a charity operation, but it really is an amazing success for your family to be able to have more time, to be able to own something, to have a legacy business, to have an opportunity to sell something at the end of the day. 
And it really does change lives. And getting to experience that firsthand time and time again, it really is, it's life-changing on our side as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Sam, how did you fall into franchising? And I say fall into because that's <laughs> th that's the truth most of the time, right? No one ever thinks they're going to be in franchising. They just kind of fall into it. So how'd you fall into franchising? So you don't grow up and think you're going to be a franchisee. <laughs> you know, I don't think that's ever on the list of things or even, you know, in your position growing up inside of the franchise world, I still don't think you think you're going to grow up and, and be in franchising. And so I actually started with a nutrition company um, out of Omaha, Nebraska, and I ran a region for them in the upper Midwest to begin with, and then helped them write some training programs. That business was sold in 2017. And then actually I kept in contact with the founder and he reached out because he started the franchise sales organization that we met at. Um, and he offered me an opportunity to represent at that time a very dirty jobs franchise. It was a porta potty attached to a <laughs> to a dumpster. And for me, coming from fitness, I thought, can I really do I have the chops to to take this on? And it was the single best thing that has ever happened um, in my career and my personal life because it allowed me to explore franchising from the franchisor side and and really get the opportunity to help select business owners that were correct for that business. And I think working there really led to a lot of other opportunities, getting to represent a multitude of businesses inside of that organization, as well as getting to know the ins and outs of businesses that I didn't represent. When you were at the nutrition company, like what were you passionate about moving into the franchise space? What got you excited about working with a franchisor? The people. So I have it time and time again, and I think that's just who I am as a person. And, and Brittany can attest to this inside of our partnership. There are very few things I am picky about, but I always want to be involved with great people. So growing inside of the nutrition business, I was surrounded by some of the best people. We had great franchisees. We had a great franchisor. The corporate office staff was amazing. The employee side was amazing in locations. Um, but brick and mortar retail was not fun after a while for me. And I think getting to see the other side of it and you go into the waste business, that's a very different type of franchisee and heavy equipment than in a nutrition store where it's a passion-based business. But really the people and their passion and drive are not that different. It's just finding the right fit. And I think when that clicked, it became apparent that we really had something special. You know, working for a franchise sales organization, we've had the pleasure of seeing brands after brands in all different segments. And something that I want to share today is that, you know, you're also a franchisee. So, you know, we're having these conversations with people about the opportunities that we have in our portfolio. Um, but you're walking the walk and talking the talk. So, Tell us a little bit on, you know, how you became a franchisee. What led you to that decision? Anything you'll share on that? I am. So, you know, honestly, I think it came down to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> I was so darn excited about the business that I was representing. I was representing a service-based business. And 
I kept listening to franchisees talk week after week about the money that they were making and how much fun it was. And it's a seasonal business and how much time it afforded them to spend with their families. And at the end of the day, it really came down to me going back to my husband and saying, we, we're either going to get serviced by this business in our market or we're going to be the one servicing people. And I know it's not glamorous and I know it's not sexy, but this is something we need to get into because the corporate office staff is amazing. The financials were great. And it's a prime example of, you know, why people get into franchising all of the time. They they want the profitability and the balance. And this business provided both of those things for us. On top of that, I never would have considered it before representing it. In fact, pretty you know, I had to be talked into representing this business from the franchise sales organization side, and now I own it. But, you know, I think that's a testament to why what we do is so valuable because you, you didn't want to own it, but you also didn't even want to represent it initially. And I think sometimes we have these preconceived notions about businesses and I think that's where our value comes in, is being able to, to share our knowledge and coach people and provide support. Um, and I think that's why we are so passionate about our consulting business. Absolutely. And I think having entrepreneurship, you know, for both of us from day one, kind of running through your veins and experiencing those things and, and you know, really seeing also the wrong turns that people have made in selecting businesses or watching people try to make a round peg fit into a square hole and knowing that they weren't, you know, that they weren't, it wasn't going to be a fit, but not sure how to tell them. I do think that that has really helped us to build a strategic approach to finding the right fit for franchisees. I mean, we say time and time again that we use a data-driven scientific approach, and that's exactly what we do. We want to make sure that when we are showing folks a brand, that it's checking those boxes of what people are truly looking for in a business. I think digging into that a little bit more deeply, it needs to check the boxes from a personal level, what you want from it. Do you want a passive income stream? Do you want to be semi-absentee? Do you want to be active in that business daily? But additionally, does it fit the net worth requirements that they have? You need to know, is it financially within reach? The last thing that we want to do to our candidates is get them into a business where they're undercapitalized. So we want to make sure that we're making a right fit for all parties involved in any area that we can influence. And that's so important. And I do think, you know, one of the things that we've done very well is absolutely selecting the right franchisors to work with and really heavily vetting the companies that we will that we show candidates before they ever reach a candidate's plate. Yep, definitely. You know, I said earlier that there's over 3,000 franchise brands out there. And so much of what we spend our day doing is combing through those brands and looking at, do they have the right support in place to support the franchisees? Do they have a strong training system? Do they have differentiators that will set them apart from potential competition in the marketplace? How are their franchisees doing? Are they happy? Are they excited about the opportunity? Is the business performing well? You know, we're looking for all of those qualities that we know that our clients are looking for in a business. Yes. 
And is the franchisor capitalized to handle impending growth? I think that's a very important one that we've always made sure that we vetted. We want well-capitalized franchisors because the last thing that we need is for a franchisor not to support our franchisees as they enter the system. And I think with that, we've, we've really set up a system where it's free for our clients. And I think that is a really important part of what we do is that we don't have the need to charge our clients any money because franchisors choose to work with us because of our expertise base. And they pay us when we place a franchisee, which is an interesting model. I think most business people can't quite wrap their heads around how that works. But. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, again, just kind of teeing up that process and what you can expect working with us. You know, once you inquire with us, we're going to have that initial call. And like Sam and I have said, we really want to focus first on getting to know you. You know, what are your personal compelling reasons for business ownership? What's driving your desire to become an entrepreneur? What qualities are you looking for in a business? What qualifications do you have to really make that right match? And so on that first step, we will focus on getting to know you. And then when we know you, we're going to take the information that you give us. And with a data-driven approach, we are going to plug all of those things into our system discuss and come back to you with business opportunities that fit you. Now, you, like me, maybe will get a business that you weren't anticipating coming across, <laughs> but we just ask the candidates keep an open mind. If they have an adverse reaction to everything, they say, absolutely not. At the end of the day, you are the business owner, so we want to make sure we're satisfying that. But we do really try our best to take the information that candidates give us and make a match and we try to work with the way that they want through the process. I think that's another thing that's vital to our success and the success of all of our candidates is that some need a coach. They need somebody right there. Some of our candidates need a quarterback. So it's just us tossing out ideas. And some of our candidates just need us to be in the locker room because they know what to do and they don't want to speak to us that much at all. And that's fine, too. Yeah, we really uh, we try to tailor it to our to our clients' needs for sure, you know. But at the end of the day, I think what I want to drive home is we're going to be there to support them. Um, we want to set people up for success. We want to help them identify the right match. We want to walk them through how do you vet these opportunities properly, and that way you can make the best decision for yourself and your family. And sometimes the right match is no match. And we've definitely seen that as well. Not everybody is built for franchise. There are many franchise businesses out there. There are over 3,000. We discussed that right away. But sometimes it just isn't the right time for people to join that. Sometimes people just aren't built for business ownership. And that's okay, too. That's also part of our process is helping people identify if they should be a business owner. So moving forward, I think what you can expect from this podcast is for us to continue to bring on professionals. You can expect CEOs. You can expect private equity investors. You can expect leaders in the franchise space and beyond because we want to give you a unique perspective on business ownership, entrepreneurship, and growth mindset. So Brittany, thank you so much for sharing your story. I just I never get tired of hearing it as a business partner, best friend life partner. <laughs> we, we'll always love to hear it. 
<laughs> Absolutely. No, thank you so much, Sam, for sharing your story. Really excited to share all of our knowledge and all of our guests on FranPath Consulting Podcast. Thank you. And if you're being sent this link, please go ahead and visit our website or reach out to us on social media. You can also set an appointment with us on the link below. Thank you so much.